I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friends. Yeah. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, there's only one place we can start, and that's by looking back at another big old game day across the TalkSport network, where Man City closed the gap on leaders Arsenal by beating bottom side Southampton. Here's all the fallout to the game on the Mark Goldwood show on TalkSport. Southampton 1, Manchester City 4, two more goals for the scoring machine that is Erling Haaland. So at the end of the season and every game, today we draw points here, we are not, we were out. So we, we matured the game, the second half was much better and, uh, and we deserved the victory. An impressive performance in the end from Manchester City after a slow start. They're five points now behind Arsenal. At the top of the table, Arsenal go to Liverpool tomorrow. Listen, I would like to be in the position from Arsenal in Premier League. Uh, I think they would prefer to be in Europe and FA Cup like we are. But of course, enjoy it. So it's, it's much better to be here at the end, maybe six weeks, seven weeks at the end of the season fighting for the title. So after what they've done in the past, it's quite remarkable. The thing is, today, some people will say it was boring, but ultimately, this is what City can do. This is why Arsenal need to be worried, because... You could just go and win every single game. That's the, that's the thing with you lot. You know, when someone's going to win the league, yeah. everyone's piping on about when we play Arsenal at the Etihad in two weeks' time. If Arsenal beat Liverpool tomorrow, we'll be champions. Southampton, four points adrift of safety. They're going down. It's finished here. Southampton won. Manchester City four. I don't feel there is additional pressure. I think... Uh... As I said from the very beginning, for me, the pressure here is a privilege and that this should be for all of us. We approach every game trying to win the three points and trying to make a good performance. And has not been different today. We came here trying to to beat Manchester City. I look at my team, I try to get the very best of the situation. And uh, we are still there, we are still alive. We can put some good performances like today. Uh, I believe in what we are doing and we are going to continue doing and continue being with it because we know also it's one game. In one game we are there. Now moving on to the race for top four, both Newcastle and Manchester United consolidated their place in the Champions League places with a win over Brentford and Everton respectively. Man United's win was live and exclusive on TalkSport before we hear from both managers Sean Dyche and the former England skipper Stuart Pearce. Here's the United boss Eric Ten Hag, or E2H to his friends, who has criticised the schedule and he believes they weren't given enough time for his players to recover ahead of the game. And that's the full-time whistle. Well, that was more like Manchester United. Why is the Premier League giving us uh, the late Sunday night game and giving us uh, the early Saturday game? 
Uh, I think it's not right. Players can't recover that quickly. All science research uh, will give you that. Players need a certain period to recover. Uh, it was not necessary to set the schedule like we have now. And then I think other fact is more important than the sportive element, uh, like protecting the players. And that is also in the interest from the total football, because everyone, the audience, wants to see great football, and then you need to have your best players on the pitch. They've been accused of slowing up, accused of stumbling to the finish line, even accused of downing tools by some. Now that the trophy's in the cupboard. We conceded only two chances in two games and we created a lot of chances. And that in the third game in six days. So I think big credit to the team. I think they'll be comfortable for a top four finish. Do I think that they're in a position at this moment in time to compete for the top position in this division? Probably not yet. Whatever happens, it's going to be a cracking Easter for Eric Ten hard. At this moment in time, the club are in a very good place. They've got silverware at the club. They've got a semi-final coming up very shortly of the FA Cup. They're in Europe and they're batting away well in the league. We know where we are capable of and you, you see this team is still improving. A really good United team of a few years ago might well have turned Everton over on that performance by, by four or five. Everton are still in the thick of a relegation scrap. A relegation scrap like we have never seen. The mood's been great. I mean, you may have noticed we've been doing quite well. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's no lift in the mood again. What we're trying to do is keep the mood high. Um, there's a reality of the challenge here. All the players know that. What a fortress Old Trafford has become this season. 24 matches unbeaten now. The growth in the side has been quite obvious, I think. And, and, and still some of the good things about what we're hoping to achieve were there today. The resilience, good, you know, players making good blocks and uh, the keeper playing well when he's needed to play well. Too many steps slightly off their performance levels today. There was a number who played very well, I thought, but too many slightly off, and slightly off at this level is enough when you come into place like this. It finished at Old Trafford. Manchester United 2, Everton 0. Elsewhere, Hume Min Song scored his 100th Premier League goal. The Spurs remain three points off top four with a 2-1 win at home to Brighton. It was exclusive and live, would you believe, to TalkSport 2 with Ian Danter Dance and the former Arsenal winger Perry Jerry Groves on comms duty. Son looking to make space for a shot. Goal! What a way to bring up a Premier League century of goals for Son's young men. Dance, that is take a bow, Son, because that is one of the goals of the season. Welcome to the 100 Club, Son Young Min. Amazing, amazing achievements. I can't believe, to be honest. Uh, I never thought that I'm going to make it. So it's eight season, 100 goals, in the, especially in the Premier League, scoring 100 goals. I think it's something special that everyone dreamed for. So it's amazing, amazing, amazing afternoon. It's important for us to have uh, Sonny to score and to be happy and to to have a new energy with this record. And there's a right old scrap going on in the technical area. It is an absolute disgrace what's going on down there. De Zerbi and Stellini and the coaching staff in a right old melee. I saw the, the other bench to put uh, pressure for the referee. I, I didn't like it because it's not right. Uh, we have to, to be a coach and nothing more. In that moment, we felt... Uh, aggressiveness from the other bench and someone react was not good. Zerbi looked like he was telling Cellini to keep quiet and like give him the shush sign. Then all of a sudden, it was the rest of the Spurs coaching staff that erupted. I didn't say nothing uh, to the referee. I, I didn't uh, put uh, any pressure and I don't like when 
I see the other bench to put uh, too much pressure. And a red card comes out for Roberto Di Zerbi. The Brighton manager and the Tottenham manager, Christian Stellini, are both sent off. I don't think I've ever known a game where both managers have been sent off at the same time. Not confused uh, to be sent off because the rule uh, said that uh, I have to manage uh, the bench. Sometimes you can control the bench, sometimes uh, you cannot. That was that moment. Uh, VAR has checked and the decision goes against Karo Mitoma. It is handball and it stays 1-0 to Tottenham Hotspur. I thought the handball ball rule was his shirt sleeve and up is OK. So I'm going to have to read the laws of football again, aren't I, to uh, find out what the T-shirt line is or isn't. I mean, I give up. I absolutely give up. There were uh, a lot of situations not uh, so clear. They're checking for a handball on its way after Welbeck took the shot and handball has been given, the goal has been ruled out, it's still 1-1. We deserve to win, but we know we are Brighton and Tottenham is a great uh, team. We have to, to respect Tottenham, we have to respect the big team. How are we not hearing what these people are talking to each other about? It's the richest sport in the world. Why should I, as a Brighton fan, bother to watch the Premier League or football anymore when time and time and time again we have these ridiculous decisions and there's no accountability for it. We'll get a, how Red will come out and give us an apology on behalf of the PGMOL and it'll keep happening. Yeah. So what's the point? Now moving on to the relegation battle and the pressure eased on West Ham manager David Moyes as they move up to 13th with a 1-0 win over Fulham and Bournemouth moved out of the drop zone after beating Leicester at the King Power. Here's how we reacted to those games on the game day phoning with Jamie O'Hara and Dean Saunders. There goes the final whistle. The West Ham players jump up in the air to celebrate. What a huge three points for them at Craven Cottage, where it's ended Fulham nil, West Ham one. It could be significant because every every win you get is significant, but ultimately it's great that we're, we're not near the, in the bottom at the moment, but it's what happens when it comes near the end of the season. You know, make sure we're out out the bottom three by the end of the season. You think you have breathing space, and, and suddenly the next uh, round of games you, you have done you, you don't have this breathing space. So, so I think it's just making sure that we get uh, as many points as we can, as quickly as we can, uh, and uh, perform in a, in a good way. To be honest, if Moyes was available for any other clubs, that's the kind of guy that you want to get you out of this mess. Yeah. And you know, you win ugly. You know, it might not be pretty football, but a, po- a three points are three points. Really important win. Uh, we've not won many away from home this year, so uh, we've won two games in a week now, 1-0, which have been big games. So uh, we're pl- really pleased with how the players have performed. You'll find a way to get it done. You need to stick with David Moyes to the end of the season. Maybe in the summer, there comes a point where you go, you know what, we've spent a lot of money, it hasn't worked out, maybe some changes need to be made, but not now. David will get you out of trouble, that's for sure. You know, if you'd said to me at the start of this week, you've got three games this week and you, you take six six points out of nine, I think you'd have to say that's a pretty good return. David Cooch blows the full-time whistle at the King Power Stadium. You can hear the boos. Leicester nil, Bournemouth one. It's a shocker, mate. You're having one. You're gone. You're done. Yeah, we're out. That's it. We're up for the fight at this football club. I think this football club understands uh, what it is uh, to kind of stand up and be counted. So I think uh, the, the time now is uh, f- to recognise we're in a fight and we've got to be ready for it. And it's a result which leaves Leicester second bottom, even deeper in the mire. 
and the fans are having their say. You can see there's a lack of confidence in the team at this moment in time. So I think my job at this moment is to stay, to stay really positive and, and, and try to make sure that these, uh, these players stay united as a group. The manager may be gone, but two defeats later... It has got no better. What is important to recognise is that we are in a fight here. We've got eight games to try and keep our Premier League survival. Um, and I think that the message from me and Mike to the players is that, you know, we have to be up for that fight, and, and, and we are. You've sacked Brendan Rodgers, and you're going to bring in Jesse Marsh to get you out of it? Nah. You could bring in Pep Guardiola, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're gone. I've been in a team where, you know, with Wolves, we had good players, went down. If you ain't got the fight and you ain't got the belly for it, you will get relegated from the Premier League. Bournemouth, you would say, ain't got the squad. They got the fight. They got the fire in their belly. They want to yeah. stay in the Premier League. I look at these Leicester City players. They don't want it. They don't want it enough. Uh, they've given up. A priceless and brilliant win for Bournemouth to move them out of the relegation zone. As always, my, my expectation of the group is that yeah, me and them work hard enough to stay up and... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to do so over the next few weeks. Of course, us winning means that Leicester didn't win today, so there is a there is a little bonus in there. But um, yeah, it feels like there's a, there's a way to go yet. So um, if we can get a few more between now and the end of the season, then that will see us achieve our our goal that we set out to in August. Meanwhile, Super Frank Lampard's first game in his second stint in charge of Chelsea was anything but super, as it ended with a one 0 defeat to Wolves. Here's all the fallout to the game at Molyneux. Wolves won, Chelsea nil. Lampard return to Chelsea ends in defeat. Yeah, I think it's a big, big task in managing Chelsea Football Club. We know we're not in a position we want to be in, but there's always a reason for it. So I was aware of that, you know, and, and I didn't expect to solve everything in one day. The problems that Chelsea have got, another goalless game, three on the bounce for them now, all summed up in one game here. Yeah, contrast of two sides. I mean, if you, if you ask uh, Nelson Semedo, Craig Dawson, Kilman and Totte, they won't have had many easier games in the Premier League. One shot they had to receive on target. We were shocking. We're getting worse. We're getting worse. By game by game, we're getting worse. And it's, we've got Real Madrid next. It's just awful. It's just awful. It's absolutely awful. You know, I have to apologise to my sons for taking them. I'm here to help with that. It's not, this is not stinging criticism. This is like, OK, what are the reasons why we, we, we maybe can be like that at times? Find that and... I know there's a lot of talent there. We can dig out Todd Bowley all you want, but the players are playing on that football pitch. What are they doing? Yeah, but what he, what they do, people what are they like doing? people like him, what they do, they overrule people who know what they're doing. Toothless, no passion, no hunger, and now, now those players need to look at themselves in the in the mirror. You know the old saying: if the generals and the colonels can't get it right, the soldiers can't win the war. Disappointed, I couldn't give the fans a win on my first game back, but we go again. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And we end today's podcasty thing by looking ahead to a huge game in the Premier League this afternoon as table toppers Arsenal travel to Liverpool for the 4.30 kickoff. Liverpool, of course, currently eighth in the table and three points off for European place. But here's their manager, Jürgen Klippity Klopp, who doesn't feel he's lost the energy or the fight for the job. I have no problem with re-energising, so this is part of the job. And um, how you all know, I was in my life working for a football club we were used to losing the majority of the games just because we didn't have a chance. We had to win 10, 12 games a season to stay in the league, for example, at Mainz. If I would have doubted myself constantly after losing a football game, it would have been really difficult for me from the start to really tricky. But um, that's not a problem. But it's not that I never thought I'm the best manager in the world. It's not that I now think I'm the worst. So um, it's just a situation where I have to get through. So I understand football and I understand a lot of things. I know a lot about human beings and know that sometimes things need time in a world where we don't have time. <laughs> and that's it. And um, it's not that I'm super patient and say, OK, no problem. We will sort that next week. It's not my nature, to be 100% honest, but my energy is not a problem. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on TalkSwipe or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow afternoon. You can't be Goldstein. It's Bank Holiday Monday. No? I am. I'm alongside Darren Bent on drive time at the slightly later time of, well, it says here 5pm. It's probably going to be about quarter past five, but make sure you join me for that as we look back at all the weekend's big Premier League football. There would, of course, be another one of these Adagostin TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.